0: Welcome to Your Mom Has a Blog Podcast. I'm Chad Edgington.
1: I'm Melissa Edgington.
0: We're back, man. Episode 9 of 31 for 31. I wonder if anyone's tired of our podcast yet. I am. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet we are.
1: <laughs>
0: I was talking to Jackson uh, We're trying to arrange to have Jackson Chang on. And, uh, you know, we're, we're having to really work on the technology end of things. Because we just uh, can't figure... This has been a real technology nightmare, even tonight. Our accountability software, we use Covenant Eyes. You should get Covenant Eyes if you don't have it. Uh, so we were using Covenant Eyes, or using Covenant Eyes, and it wouldn't let us on the internet. So we were think- I was thinking, are we not going to be able to podcast tonight? But we're on. Yeah, we're so, we're
1: podcasting at eleven twenty three. Eleven twenty three.
0: So. We've been on we've been on working with the customer support line for a while. We're getting in
1: right under the wire,
0: booting and rebooting and booting up and safe mode and that uninstalling. Guy was so smart. It was nice too, wasn't he? Yeah, he sounded like he was from up north somewhere. He did, but he he got us back on. So thank you, Covenant Eyes, for having a guy working at eleven twenty four at night. Yeah, and. uh so we're trying to also work out how to have Jackson on the show, and how to remote pod- how to remotely record podcasts. Uh, difficult, but I think we've I think I've figured it out, and how it will sound, uh, you know, decent. And so hopefully that's some things that when we do thirty one and thirty one we'll we'll learn. Yeah. So, so we're we're picking up some knowledge, and it's going to be good. Is that, is that where
1: you were going with that? Because it seemed like you were going to talk about, you said, I wonder if people are getting tired of our podcast. Oh yeah, I
0: forgot. Well, it's late. I forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> but I was talking about with Jackson, how in, in trying to figure out how to get Jackson on the podcast, he, he we were going to have he and his wife be special guests tonight. And yet they weren't able to be special guests because I, probably she needed to go to bed Right. Because it's really late. And he needs to go to bed, too. And so do I. But uh, he said, well, maybe we can shoot for Monday. And I thought, Monday? We still got Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Monday? <laughs> I mean, people are starting to get bored, I'm sure, uh, of just listening to you and me. So we need, we need, some, we need some guests that have some knowledge. And we need some guys that can drop some knowledge on us. Or girls. Mostly girls. (laughs) I've learned my lesson. I'm Southern Baptist right now. All we're doing is hat in hand, just telling ladies that we're sorry. That's just our stance. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry I'm a man. But uh, that's about as far as we're going to comment on that, right? Yes. Yeah, we're not commenting on the current Southern Baptist controversy. Right. We're smarter than that.
1: Moving on.
0: Moving on. I just want to say, I love being a Southern Baptist. I love it.
1: I do too. I
0: had so much fun tonight. Uh, I played, we have a historian, a bona fide historian in our church. He is the caretaker of the Fort Belknap historical site. Yeah. Down in Fort down in near Newcastle, Texas. And I said, Hey, I got these uh these I got my film projector going. Like, who does that, right? <laughs> Did you see my film projector there? Yeah. I just have like this giant film projector like your teacher had in fifth grade, if you're Generation X. <laughs> your teacher had. Did y'all watch those? Yeah. What 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 do you remember about watching film projector films?
1: Not very much.
0: I'm I There's a sound they make that's really soothing. Yeah. It's faster than that. A little bit faster. It's more like... <laughs> it's kind of... that's, that's how, is that what it's kind of like?
1: Oh, gosh. Okay, now people are turning off the podcast.
0: <laughs> like, what is he doing?
1: Okay, he's down to just making sounds with his mouth. He's <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> It's like the baby in Target (laughs) (laughs) So anyway There's something soothing about that Old projector sound Yeah And it's fun to work it Because it's such a great machine Um, You know you don't have awesome I mean when you look at that thing That projector and you work it It's just like a You know it's a one app machine it just does one thing, yeah. But it does it so well, you know, and uh, so you thread it through it. Uh, it automatically feeds through, and then when you get done, you have to rewind it. But you don't put it through the thing to rewind it. You just—I remember our teach my teachers doing that, and so I was showing Jim some film strips or film film, not strips. That's a different thing. I loved film strips too. Did you ever get to was it? A, did y'all watch film strips at Gorman? I don't know. You don't remember a film strip projector? No. You really don't?
1: Well, I mean, tell me about it. I don't know. Well, it was
0: kind of like a... It was a projector, and, and you would advance slides, basically. It was like a slideshow. Oh, okay. But you would advance a slide, it was a, but it was a film strip. It, had, it was you know it was about this long. Yeah. And you would put it in there, and you would just turn it, and turn it, Yeah. and turn it, and it was, like a tape recorder would be playing, and it would go, I have vague Google, memories. Google boop, and then you would turn it, or it would say advanced strip, and you would turn it and turn it, turn it.
1: I'm obviously just too young You're probably too things. young to
0: remember the film, film strips. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so Jim came down to my office, and I have my projector set up that, that I had to repair because all the belts had disintegrated. Yeah. And so I was able to find belts from some dude in New York City, and I said, dude, why do you, ha- why do you have all these belts? Like, how would you, why do you have these in stock? He said art installations. That's why people use them now because it's so cool. Yeah. So anyway, I had Jim come down and he was watching and we were thinking, this is so cool. We were watching the, the Sunday School Roundup film from 1957. Yeah. And all the little kids were dressed like cowboys in Sunday school and they I've were taking they were taking turns getting on the saddle. Yeah. It's really neat. It is neat. Uh, and then they went around to all the Sunday school rooms and it's just a bunch of people that look really unhappy, but they look good. They look really good cuz they're all
1: dressed to the nines. But they look
0: unhappy because it's such a weird thing probably to be filmed with one of those 8 or 16 millimeters whatever that is. It was just like these gigantic lights, like the brightest lights and they just shine it looks like they're just shining in your face, yeah, and you're just like, "Get that light out of my face, so everybody looks they're just blinking and uh, that's how they look, yeah, that's how they were preserved for posterity,
1: right
0: so jim so then Adelaide comes down there because she needs me to take her to a, to the youth center we have in town. She comes down, she says, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Oh, we're watching these films, shut the door, you know, we're watching these films. But she'd never seen them. I don't think she's ever seen them, and she what is this?" And she said, it looks like Mayberry.
1: <laughs> they watch a lot of Andy Griffith. Yeah.
0: And it does look like Mayberry. It does. It looks just there. She said, the ladies are all wearing gloves and hats and this and that. And I said, yeah. She says, that's so awesome. She said, I wonder what they would think of our church now. I wonder what they would think of our church now. So why don't you ask them, you know? Yeah. Like ask Laverne Wood.
1: Yeah.
0: But I mean, she's in all the videos. She's, in, she's an adult. In the fifties, in young, she's a young married. She's like way younger than we are now. <laughs> she's like uh, twenty years younger than we are now. Yeah. But she's in those those uh, those those films with her husband. I said, go ask her what she thinks of our church now compared to then. I'd like to know, you know. Yeah. And Adelaide said, well, I mean, but you know, she's seen it all happen. She's seen all the change happen. I said, well, I mean, that's. If someone came and asked you what you think about the future, you'd have to get there to see what it's like first. Yeah. So go ahead and ask her. So I think what I should do is have Laverne come narrate those videos, so we'll know who all those people are. Yeah. But anyway, that was really fun tonight to uh, to to see Adelaide's reaction. Oh yeah. To because she knows where those she knows that's the basement, and just it's hard to believe. All the people that have come before us. I know. And, and uh, been faithful. So, really fun night. And then tonight was really, then, then the night just kept getting better and better. And it culminated in a, a gigantic mess, as we all remember it.
1: It did. But
0: it was really, but it was worth it for the kids. It was worth it. <laughs> so, M- Melissa decided, you know, we're 80s kids. And was this real like, is this Double Dare Slime? Is that what it was called? Yeah. It was a Double Dare color?
1: Yeah, you know, supposedly Nickelodeon released the slime recipe. Really? Do you remember that in, in Double Dare, which was a family game show, like kids and parents would go on there together and it was all, oh, It didn't
0: start off that way. It was way. messy. No, that was family Double Dare. But there do was you, regular Double Dare. It was just kids. Now it would look fun.
1: But do you remember the thing where it was a giant foot and you had to dig in the toe jam? Yeah. To try to find the flag.
0: I think I remember that, yeah, finding the flag. That was always
1: my favorite uh-huh. My favorite one, uh-huh. digging in the toe jam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there was something, though, where that they would go down a big slime slide.
1: Yeah. That looked
0: fun, too. Yeah. Yeah, because if you won the Double Dare, if you won the initial sort of game show part of it, then you got to do the obstacle course to find the flags for money. Which
1: was all slime.
0: Yeah, just a slimy mess.
1: Pits of slime you had to crawl through. Yeah.
0: So um, Melissa made a bunch of slime, a whole bucket of slime this afternoon. And after Team Kid, the the team that had raised the most offering on our Wednesday night children's program, the class that had raised the most offering money, which we're going to donate to and give to the Texas Baptist men for Hurricane Harvey relief, Got to slime Melissa and Jody, who is our... He's, Jody is our other team kid, pers- on their personality.
1: <laughs> yeah, they slimed us really, really well.
0: It was, it, was, it was pretty nasty.
1: It was a lot of slime. And
0: it was cold, huh?
1: Yeah, and the slime had 10 what? pounds of flour in it.
0: 10 pounds of flour.
1: And so when the slime went on, and there was a nice little breeze out there, then the wind almost immediately dried the slime and made, on us. Did it make it s- and pull in your arm here? it was just really thick and really weird.
0: <laughs> it looked gross. Yeah. It, but was, it was pretty but gross. But it, it was a very pretty color of green. Yeah. I thought that was nice. It was
1: a lot of green food coloring yeah. in that.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh. And then, um, you know, we're in small town Texas, so... We just climbed on the tailgate of Chad's pickup, and he drove us to the car wash, where he hosed us down at the car wash. That
0: was actually really. If you've never hosed somebody down at a car wash, I recommend it.
1: (laughs) If you have never been hosed down at a car wash, I I don't don't. recommend
0: it. (laughs) Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it's It's and it's cold. This is really gonna sting you if you you get just. There's a certain distance where it's okay. And then if you get just a little too close, it's it's, it's like you're being power washed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, it
1: was fun. It ended up several couples from our church ended up at the car wash, and it was like a... Yeah,
0: shout out to Kinley and Julie Lane for coming down there to see... And Holly. And Holly for making sure we all got clean. Holly had to bring your purse to you.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, man, it was a mess. So can you link to the... Is there a way to link to the video? There would not really be a way to do that, is there?
1: Probably not.
0: Maybe if you go to the Your Mom Has a Blog... Facebook page, you could share the link on that. Yeah, Okay, could. so go to the Your Mom Has a Blog Facebook page. You can see Melissa and Jody getting slimed. Yeah. We could put a picture up, though. Yeah. There's pictures.
1: Ooh. It was something else. Yeah. I'm telling you. But the and kids I, loved I have, it. I've been in charge of Team Kid for three years, and I've always managed to make other people get pies in the face or get made into a human ice cream sundae. So this year I was feeling all enthusiastic at the beginning of the year. And I thought, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get slimed. And then tonight I was thinking, what
0: oh, it was a mess.
1: Was I thinking?
0: It was such a mess. Terrible I, idea. I actually had to clean. I had, We went to the car wash and we had to clean the car wash. I was like cleaning out the car wash trash cans.
1: But you know what happened when I got slimed? It wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. See? So that's that's a life lesson for all of us. That's,
0: if you're just willing to step out there and have some fun, it's not as bad. It's more, it's always more fun when there's other people doing doing the crazy stuff with you. Yeah. So if, we, if it was just you having to go to the car wash by yourself, not fun. Right. But when there was a gang of people celebrating how crazy y'all were. <laughs> and those kids will never forget the night that they saw their teachers get slimed.
1: It was fun. It yeah. was a lot of fun.
0: We've done some crazy things. We've kissed anim- farm animals.
1: What did we kiss goats?
0: We kissed goats a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah, and that was uh, for VBS. Pies in the face for VBS. We've done a gigantic ice cream sundae for VBS. They did the human sundae last year for Team Kid. So, wonder what you'll come up with next year. I
1: don't know. How are
0: you gonna top the slime?
1: I don't know. The now slime. Y'all gonna have to
0: like jump out of an airplane or something. The
1: slime is by far the messiest thing we've ever done. That
0: is. That was so messy. Yeah. I spent ten dollars at the car wash tonight on my credit card. Ten dollars <laughs> of soap and water, Yeah. because every time I would look at my turn around and look at my truck again, there was green slime all over it.
1: Yeah, and sorry
0: then we had then that. then we had to get you guys, but getting you to the car wash was also kind of an adventure, because right as I pulled out, there was the popo. <laughs> I thought, oh no. So sorry, said oh, there's the police, daddy. I said we gotta outrun them, so we 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 took a right and we went down the alley behind the bank, and then then I snuck back up on uh, went went to the north side of town. Yeah,
1: we took and some went back roads down the back
0: roads, and I was going a little fast. I think I scared you a little bit, didn't I? Yeah,
1: I thought I was yeah. gonna die.
0: Yeah, that's why they would have not letting you ridden the. Well, if, 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 what would we have done? I was you get, they're gonna have to walk. Yeah. I don't know, because I was not going to let you guys sit in my truck. We either.
1: couldn't go in a building or inside a do car. Anything. It's like, yeah. I've got
0: these slimy people here. I've got li- I've got literal slime balls back here. <laughs> well, slime. it was hilarious. Slime was, buckets.
1: We we drove past some apartments, and there was this old man. He looked like he was in his 80s, <clears throat> walking up to his apartment with his little walker. <clears throat> we come driving by, you know, just head to toe green, covered in slime. Mm-hmm. And he stopped and looked back at us really slowly.
0: Like, what is and happening? And I thought,
1: he's thinking, well, I finally lost it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: finally lost my mind.
0: He just he just ran in and called coast to coast, like, I just saw the aliens. <laughs> They're driving down Elm Street in all Texas. So, wow. That was awesome. So what's our topic tonight, Melissa?
1: Okay, so we are on day nine of 31 things to teach your kids. Mm-hmm. So number nine is teach them to solve their own problems.
0: Teach them to solve their own problems. Yeah. Okay.
1: So what that means...
0: How do you teach a kid to solve their own problems? Is
1: when your mama bear wants to come out. Gotta cage your mama bear.
0: Are you saying Budowski? Budowski. You're saying... Whenever my kid is in trouble, I should not do something about mm-hmm. it. That's what you're saying.
1: Well, it, of course, it's on a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. If your if your child has honestly been, you know, unfairly, I don't even know the situation. I'm thinking more about um, you're friendships.
0: Not, yeah, yeah. You're not talking about bullying. Dealing with
1: teachers, systematic
0: bullying. You're not talking about. You're talking about something that. Um, is not going to be the end of the world, or it's not harmful necessarily right. if you don't step in. Right. You, you like, should
1: not be calling your daughter's friend's mother and saying, right. what are we going to do about the girls? They're fighting. They're just
0: not getting along. No. And that's just bothering me.
1: they got to learn to solve their let, own problems. Let them work
0: that out themselves. So what, benef- what is the benefit of letting them work it out themselves?
1: Because they need to know how to work things out themselves. You don't want to raise a kid <clears throat> that when they go off to college, which I've taught freshman composition, and you do not want to deal with kids who have their mama calling up there to talk to you about the fact that they haven't turned in a paper.
0: Did that ever happened to you?
1: Yes.
0: For in college?
1: In college. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing.
1: And it was 100% because their kid didn't take Just care didn't of business. did paper in. And their kid was so used to The parents bailing them out whenever they did stupid stuff Mm. that they weren't facing consequences. Well, mom
0: and dad had some money invested in that class.
1: Oh, but he faced consequences that semester.
0: Really? From his parents or from you? From me. Oh. Did he fail?
1: I don't think he failed, but he Mm. didn't make a very good grade. Mm. Anyway... We have a tendency to want to just rush to our kids' aid everything, every time something happens. They're having issues, they're having trouble at school, this or that. It's so much better in most cases for us to just talk to our kids about the situation, talk through some ways that they can deal with the situation, things they could say, things they shouldn't say, rather than trying to rush up to the school and, you know, deal with somebody else's kid or deal with that kid's parents or all of the many things that we want to do that we really shouldn't.
0: Yeah, and and the other thing is you don't always know exactly what's happening.
1: Exactly. That's the main thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you you only get one side of the story and you're not really sure that the person that's telling it to you perceives reality the correct way. That's a problem with the and kid's everything perception. Everything
1: that a kid is going to tell you... Is going to skew the situation in his own favor. I mean, grownups do that. I do oh, yeah. that when I'm telling you stories.
0: Yeah, yeah. We always make ourselves sound right.
1: Yeah. Always
0: make ourselves sound like we're the we're the we're the innocent party in every you know conflict. Yeah. So, yeah. You never. I know. Um, I remember this one night where we were going to go to a restaurant called Casa Bonita. Did you ever go to Casa Bonita? no it was magical like it was I, I just have vague memory I think it was in Dallas and it was kind of like a magic time machine type restaurant but it was called Casa Bonita and they had a room that was a replica of the ballroom in the governor's mansion they had sort of a jungle room I remember that they had some different really pretty places where you could eat inside Casa Bonita it was a big gigantic Mexican restaurant And there was this kid um, who lived kind of catty-cornered to us. And I don't even remember his name. But I told him we were going to go to Casa Bonita. And I'd been looking forward to it. And my mom had been telling us about it for a long time. And I told him, we're going to go to Casa Bonita. And he was like, that place is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So I was really crushed, you know, that he said that. So I went and told my mom. I said, so-and-so said that... uh, Casabonita stupid. And she said, Well, you just march right over there and you go tell him he's a twerp. <laughs> that's what Betty said. You, you ever told you this before? Yeah. You just march right over, you just go tell him he's a twerp. And I was like, Oh right. So, <laughs> so that's what I needed to hear. I needed that empowerment. <laughs> Thank you. So I started walking across the street and I was gonna go tell so and so he's a twerp. I didn't even know what that word meant. <laughs> it's like, twerp, that sounds mean. So I was walking across the street, and she went, Chad, Chad, come back, come back. Come back. Don't worry about it. Let's go. <laughs> so she th- she thought better when she saw me. hit. She probably thought I was going to get my tail kicked or something. Probably. But yeah. But she said, no, no, no. Because it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it for all the trouble you're going to cause. Keep the adult relationship on the adult relationship side. Let the kids work these things out. Because... What they're so upset about and crying about and, and, and moaning about one day, they totally forget the next day. They're kids, they're mentally unstable. That's why we don't let them enter <laughs> into contracts or get married or we don't own firearms. We don't let them do anything because you can't trust them. <laughs> and so you don't, you don't want to sit there with your kids and just like take everything that they say to heart. Yeah because they're nuts. As much as I love them, I just realized that about children. Yeah. You know, you're the adult. So you have to act like the adult because they're not acting like an adult when they come and talk to you because they're kids. Yeah. yeah. Even the even the ones that are really mature have their days. So you just got let to them, let them sort it out. And you'll know when you do need to step in. Right. If there's legitimate systematic pattern of bullying or something awful that's happened or uh, abuse or, you know, it will rise to a certain level. But too often parents are getting into that malaise, that minutiae yeah. of their interpersonal relationships and they just need to work they need to work those out and see that there's a certain way you act and it means that you're not gonna have friends. Don't act that way.
1: Right. And you know, you have to remember that you might not know your child quite as well as you think you do. Chances are that um The time will come when he or she will do something that will shock you to your core. Yeah. That you would have never in a billion years thought that they would do or say.
0: Yeah. I'm always prepared for that moment. Yeah. I just don't believe them. Whenever they, when they say something to me, I question them. Who said that? When? Why? I just start off thinking they're probably not telling me this the way it exactly happened. Right. And then let them prove that they are. They they can do that.
1: But whatever they tell you, you know, you can talk to them about how to handle it. Yeah. And you can give them godly and biblical advice about how to handle it. Right. And the main thing is, you know, once again, I'm sorry we keep coming back to this, y'all, but it's lead by example. You know, they're going to react to situations in a lot of cases the way they see us react to situations. And if they see us not getting worked out about, I mean, worked up about they girl not, drama. Hey, listen,
0: listen. They're not going to see me working out.
1: <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they see us not getting all worked up about girl drama, if we just say, you know what? Girls can be so weird. Right. And in a few days, this is going to blow over and it's not going to be an issue. And Don't you know worry what? about it. it. That's always the way it happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If they see, yeah, you just can't be one of those people that. Has a, a a center that just keeps moving. I mean, you've 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 got to be steady for them, and not just always flipping out about your own interpersonal relationships. You right. got to be cool, man. Yeah, that's what the kids need. They need someone who doesn't get flapped easy, and just kind of you know say, this 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 will blow over. This is not that big a deal. We're not gonna we're not gonna put the brakes on. We're not gonna make a big deal out of this they learn from that to step back and evaluate and then decide what needs to be said, what needs to be done. Think about it. So and let always your kids and, and work always trying
1: always trying to bring it back to what is the Christian response to this situation? Yeah,
0: Which usually that's the hardest thing. Yeah. You know, that is the hardest um studying a couple of things, trying to decide what to do for Mother's Day sermon that's coming up. And I was going to preach out of Mark chapter 14, but I've decided I think I'm going to do a special Mother's Day sermon. Wow. Which I think I did that last year or year before. I, I normally don't play into these these manufactured holidays. but
1: Oh, don't even start.
0: Okay. I stop. I'm sorry. Uh, that was another one of those SBC men things. Uh, but, you know, I just, I usually just preach on because it's, it's too hard to come up with something original. But I think I do want to kind of do a special, you know, Mother's Day um, tribute. But if I had preached in Mark chapter 14, I was going to talk about how, you know, they, the disciples were ready to follow Jesus to their death. You know, I'll never deny you. You'll deny me three times before the rooster crows, buddy. You know, we, we are... Um, you know, we're so we talk. We can talk a good game, and, and and it's it's what's so scary about it is that we don't we don't really have the follow through. Like it's scary to hear people when when we stand up and claim that we're a Christian and we're teaching our children that we're followers of Christ. What's so scary about that is um, it's so hard to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard to be a Christian that when you say I want to follow Christ, no turning back. We should all be scared to hear ourselves say that because we, what we should be saying is, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I need your help, Lord. Right. And that's what we ought to be teaching our kids about how hard it is to get along with people and how hard it is to do the right Christian thing. Right. But you have to do the Christian thing here. And it's going to be really difficult because you're not going to feel like you were able to be vindicated. You're not going to feel like you were able to, I don't know, um, say what you wanted to say. You're going to feel like you were the one that did something wrong, even though you weren't. Right. You know, you're going to be in the position of apologizing when you didn't do anything wrong, to to make the peace and to get things right and to try to get understanding, you know. Um, but that's that's what we have to show them. Yeah. Not not always go out there and and you know, take what's yours and do it the world's way. We're working counter to that. Yeah. So what a, what other? Well, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I was just going to say. You'd be surprised how the Holy Spirit can work through your kids. I think that we underestimate the work of the Spirit in kids' lives and hearts and minds. And we tend to think that they can't operate in the Spirit, but they very much can. I mean, I've seen that in our own children. Mm, Even whenever I'm not recognizing it soon enough because I'm not expecting it, you know, Mm. that's been a big lesson for me in motherhood. But don't assume that your kids cannot react in the Christian way just because they're kids. Right.
0: Um, what other, other things where, where kids need to solve their own problems? You know, sometimes there's a task or something you can give kids that's hard, and you can let them figure it out. I, mean, I know we're talking mainly about interpersonal problems and things like that, but in other things, you just need to... Sometimes you gotta let a kid try something and not do it right, so that they can figure out how to solve the problem. Right. So, so I think it's a it's a broader application solving problems than just you know their their problems at school or something. Um, I think it's really hard for our generation, especially for millennials, uh, where the helicopter parents we're always hovering to make sure that nothing goes wrong. But sometimes stuff goes wrong. And you got to let them work that out.
1: When we lived in Texarkana, Adelaide went to a school that was an engineering emphasis school. I don't know. It was like an engineering magnet school. And they learned the engineering process there. And the way that they did projects at the school, I mean, it was a great life lesson for her and me, is that they would make a plan and then they would try to execute their plan knowing that when the plan failed, which it probably would on the first try,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they would then reevaluate.
0: Back to the drawing board. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the scientific process or something, right?
1: Engineering process. The engineering process. process. Yeah, the yeah.
0: engineering process. So it's okay to it's okay uh well, somebody said, it's like, it's okay to fail. Make so many mistakes every day. That's how you learn. Just don't make the same mistakes over and over and over and over, and over again.
1: Well, think of how much more you learn doing things that way, where you, oh, yeah. you're you figuring out why yeah. things don't why work or work. why they do work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let them, let them, I mean, it's hard because you, you've got to be wise, you know, and you've got to pray for wisdom. When to when to step in and guide, when to let them, you know, sort of get that, gain some confidence and do something on their own, but uh, teach them that they've got to solve their own problems, and maybe that's something you say. I know you can figure this out without me doing it for you. Yeah. I know you can. You can get this. So I want I want you to show me what you can do, and then let them try, and maybe you will step in and provide a pointer, or this or that. Uh, teach them, uh, and then let them let them work some of the details out.
1: There are a lot of memes going around, you know, on social media that say things like, I am usually a nice person, but if you mess with my kids, you're going to see this or that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of stuff like that going around.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't love a good threat?
1: Right. <laughs> But that's the wrong attitude for us to have of, you know, my kid is always right and you're always wrong mm-hmm. if you don't think they're right. Mm-hmm. That's not teaching our kids anything. It's right. just, it's just, um, stunting their growth in life for us to go through life like that where we're just standing up for them even whenever we don't need to. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, hey, uh, you ready to go to bed? Yeah. It's late.
1: I have felt like we've had a hard time finding our vocabulary tonight. Yeah, I've
0: been, I've been, <laughs> I've really been struggling with my words. <laughs> I've really wanted to make them and, and put them in complete sentences. Yeah. But uh, all that time with uh, customer service just really. Drains you. Yeah. They're like, well, someone's thinking, wait a minute. So you just did a whole podcast on solve your own problems, but you were on the phone with customer support. <laughs> there is a limit. <laughs> And we draw the limit at, we don't understand how computers work.
1: Sometimes you have to know your limitations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to solve, you know, I I gave it a good faith effort. Yeah. I tried to solve the problem, but it turned out that there was something wrong with the with the software. Right. He said there was, there was a bug in there that made it impossible or something.
1: By the way, if you set up a pattern in parenting, I just want to say this before we go. Mm-hmm. If you set up a pattern in parenting of rescuing your children then what what will happen is you will end up with grown kids who are married and you're right in the middle of their marriage Mm. and you are causing all sorts of problems by trying to take up for your baby boy or your baby girl or all these things that mothers and dads do. Just don't set up that kind of pattern in your relationship with your kids. It will be damaging to everyone
0: in the end. You're not their savior. That should be Jesus. So, hey, we are going to let you guys go. It's
1: 1157. Where so. we are.
0: I and mean, you're probably listening to this and thinking, I'm not tired at all. Because you've just had a, night, a good night's sleep while we were slaving away on this podcast for you.
1: The point is, and, and now it's 1158. In two minutes, it's going to be time for uh, podcast number 10. Right. So we've got to go to bed. <laughs> all
0: right. You know, if you got some wisdom to drop, put it in some comments. We'd like to hear where you are, where you are, um, like physically. Like where are where are you? Where are you, you, you listening? From where are you listening to this? Uh, are you enjoying the thirty one for thirty one? I mean, people are listening, so we keep doing them.
1: If you're not enjoying it, just don't comment.
0: Yeah, if you hate this, <laughs>
1: the,
0: the just keep that, it to yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, if you hate this, I wonder why have you listened for thirty five minutes? <laughs> but anyway. Well, we love our listeners, and I'm always just really humbled that, that people download this every every time we put something up. And so hope you're learning something from this, and I think we're learning something by teaching it. Yeah. It's been good. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on number 10.
1: Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.